we're live. Hey, hey. what's up, everyone? Hey. Uh, we got a, we got a fun one for you, gamers. Oh. Um, we we've got a, a third person in the not not the studio. This is a uh. a, a voice chat in a. <laughs> in three people's separate homes but uh we got we got a guest today um a noted video game fan and uh critically acclaimed sequel to me uh tom (laughs) grant that's right (laughs) it's me james's younger brother i uh i am known to enjoy video games that is true i i too like a video game they they seem to be pretty fun from time to time yeah that's why we're all here um, I understand you you have a, a a game or series of games that you felt strongly about uh, and specifically that I would probably enjoy them because I have I'm very predictable. Um, but yeah, let's I'm I'm eager. I'm, I'm ready. All right. Yeah. So I'll go ahead and uh, kick things off with a quick question for you. Uh, James, hmm. you like Sonic games? Uh, yeah, you can say that about me. Sort of more <laughs> or less. OK. I've only got a couple uh, Sonic t-shirts in my <laughs> drawer unfolded staring at me right now. That's right. Okay. Okay. <sighs> Do you like 2D Sonic games? Uh, yeah. You mean, wait, sorry. You mean the good ones? Yeah. Like literally just, those are the good ones, except for <laughs> the chow part of Sonic Adventure 2 battle. Hmm. Well, it's funny you say that. Okay. Well, I'll go ahead and just hop into that. <laughs> um, the game series I'll be covering this episode is called Spark the Electric Jester. It's a uh, it's a little indie game, well, I suppose indie series at this point, uh, that was made all the way back in 2017. It's a relatively modern. Um, the The first one came out in 2017. The second one, Spark the Electric Jester 2, came out in 2019. And the third one came out in 2022, so pretty pretty recent. Okay, um, I've seen this. You have? Okay. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, so the, um, the, the big sort of backstory for this game is the guy who created it um, is was a lifelong Sonic fan and a huge uh, heart for the, the series and whatnot. And he actually previously before uh, his work on spark, he had made a, um, a fan game, a really, really uh, popular fan game called Sonic uh, before the sequel, I believe. Um, oh, no kidding. Yeah. yeah so he made that and he was inspired okay. to uh, start his own little thing. Okay. I'd, I'd heard of uh, Sonic BTS, um, right, right. which is the fantastic name nowadays. Um, <laughs> yeah, I had no idea they were connected. I didn't know Sonic had a K-pop group. Hey, yep, yep, there it is. Uh-huh, hey. uh-huh. <laughs> right. But yeah, so let's see, let's see, let's see. I have a, whew, I have a lot of notes here. Um, <laughs> you probably got more notes than we ever wrote down for any <laughs> Maybe, I mean. Um, you did research? <laughs> right, right. I went on Wikipedia. It's actually funny, um, just real quick to, to sort of start things off, my, mm-hmm. my big uh, thing I'll say about this series is how like not well known it is. While I was doing my my limited amount of research on this uh, this podcast, I was on just Wikipedia, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I found the the articles for Spark One and Two, but there is no article for Spark Three, and it was made last year. It just doesn't exist. So yeah, huh. almost a year ago to the day. Like it's 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 been a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess we'll go ahead and go through. Um, why I think you guys should play this game. Yeah. yeah. Let's start at the beginning. All right. So in the beginning, beginning, so story-wise, it is a pretty heavily story-oriented 
series. Uh, it's got like a cohesive mm-hmm. story throughout the the three games. Um, the first one it starts off uh, relatively simple. Uh, James, you know how Sonic games have a tendency to have a sort of innocent seeming story at the beginning that eventually evolves into uh, fighting a cosmic horror trying to destroy the world. Yeah, kind of your your yeah. classic Kirby Sonic style. Like, oh, right. we're we're running through grass. Oh, suddenly we're in a. a mechanized death star fighting an evil scientist cool yeah for sure very much yeah. like that. yeah so so mm-hmm. the first game uh pulls a lot from the area it's sort of designed after with that uh, classic sonic classic kirby kind of feel mm-hmm. uh, it's got pixel graphics sort of similar to those those series as well but it reminds me a lot of like sonic mania how it's like sort of updated with a modern feel uh, which in and of itself isn't very unique it's not a very unique thing uh for games mm-hmm. you know a lot of stuff does that, but they they do it pretty pretty well. And I think uh, one of the biggest uh, draws to it for me is the way it sort of balances its game styles. Like um, the the first game is very like reminiscent of like classic Sonic games with an emphasis on going fast, a lot of like universal movement options and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. But it also introduces uh, a lot of abilities. Um, yeah, very akin to like your Kirby games and whatnot. You got your, you got your, uh, spark the fire gesture, spark the wind gesture, all that stuff, <laughs> which, um, which is unique in the way that it not only sort of updates or, uh, upgrades the way spark attacks, but also like his movement moveset as well. Like some will give him a double jump. Some give him like a dash, whatnot. Oh, um, cool. oh that's fun. Uh, yeah. I'm looking at pictures on this team page and it, Kind of reminds me a little bit of Mega Man as well. Like it's got a little yeah. bit of that aesthetic for like a lot of the power ups and some of like the boss battles. Very much so. Yeah, yeah. It's really a lot neat. of that. a lot like uh, both Sonic and Mega Man. You're fighting robots the whole time, um, sort to sort of keep it PG rated, you know. But, yeah, uh, of course. Well, that's because robots deserve it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. In every in every game, robots are are the ones deserving the that. So well, well you've, you've seen Terminator. Down to the the robot overlords when they come and take over you can take those two i'll just uh, hey i'm I'm chill i'm chill i'm right. one member of the resistance baby that's me no i i i'll keep i'll keep y'all working like i'll, I'll help y'all out just we, we can make this work we can make this comfy i am never not <laughs> fighting robots <laughs> what in the world <laughs> <laughs> sorry sorry we're just covering yeah. all our bases yeah you gotta fight both sides Either AI does or doesn't take over, and either way, we're one of us is safe. <laughs> <laughs> the show must go on. Yeah. So uh, the other aspect of the first game is also like the music. Um, uh, well, it's actually kind of an interesting story. I was um, I was just out. So or like how I got introduced to the series is I was out just doing something mundane, driving in my car, like probably getting groceries or something, mm-hmm. uh, and a song you know, on Spotify from like recommended for you or whatever. A song comes on from this game spark. I'm like, Oh, that's kind of cool. Um, and it's really, really good. I'm like, okay, well I've heard of the series. I feel like I need to check it out now. And <laughs> turns out I enjoyed enough to be on a podcast talking about it. So <laughs> Hey, there you go. Hey, yeah. So needless to say, the music is very good throughout the series. Uh, the first game, of course, um, be or paying, what would you call it? Homage or whatnot to like the, the, sort of era it pulls from again with like the i don't want, I don't want to call it like chip tunes but sort of retro style of music and whatnot yeah the sort of like 16-bit um like electronic uh music that you'd often have go along with like p- these pixel art games very retro inspired very right. dreamcast 
Yeah. yeah, it kind of yeah. seems like the vibe of the whole first game. I'm I'm just looking at uh, images and uh, little clips here. It feels very much like a like you're saying. It kind of reminds me of how uh, if Shovel Knight was a a spiritual successor or like an homage to like Mega Man Ducktales kind of games. This yeah. feels like that for like Sonic games. Yeah, um, for sure, and and, and others of that kind of type. Right. Right. I also like that it's got like very much that like butt rock kind of feel to the music. Mm. I, I did listen to just a little bit of it. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah you said you said you say butt rock? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's you must have been listening to the same song I listened to too. <laughs> not the one that just it it goes so hard. Anyway, yeah. I'm getting off it. Um That's our motto. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, that's right. Um but yeah, I guess for the sake of time, I'll start talking about the second game as well. Um, because the second game does this crazy thing where it transitions from a 2D gaming experience to a 3D experience. And just like the Sonic series before it, it has a little bit of a ro- little bit of a rocky start. Not not terrible. I think every video essay about Sonic Adventure starts with that exact sentence. <laughs> <laughs> it has a little bit of a rocky start. Yeah. Everybody knows that Sonic the Hedgehog had a rough transition <laughs> to the third dimension. <laughs> right. But, you know, because so did Spark too. Um, not to say that I still think, personally, that it's better than the SA2 and SA1 um, play experience. But we're still talking about that's Um, that's a big claim. It is. It is. So I'll I'll get to more of that later when I talk about Spark Mm -hmm. 3. But um, but yeah, it sort of goes for a different like visual aesthetic. Uh, Everything looks a little bit shiny in that one. Uh, That sort of makes sense because almost every single character in the game is a robot. So they kind of got it. Um, Is Spark a robot? Spark is not, but he has this. He's got this other guy, this doppelganger. You probably see in screenshots of him right now. Yeah. Fake spark. Uh, yeah. Yes. That yeah. makes a lot of sense now. Okay. <laughs> right. He's, he's pretty plot important, so I won't talk a whole lot about him. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the second game is a, it, it's similar to the first game in the way that it's like linear sort of level based uh, design, taking advantage of like the unique movement options that it gives you. Um, the abilities return in the second game, but they're a lot more limited when it comes to movement. Like you still, you got, you know, each character has like a double jump and stuff. They've all got their own like dashes and whatnot. It all sort of does the same things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but combat is where it really starts uh, to look different. In the second game, suddenly you've got like your light and heavy attacks and you got like attack combos and stuff you can do with different different power-ups to give you different stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just it's a little bit more in-depth. And um, mm-hmm. it's pretty enjoyable as well. Uh, the second game is, I will be straight up about this, it's the weakest of the three. Um, but it focuses a lot more on like the story and the lore of different characters and whatnot. Um, Mm -hmm. you can really tell us what they sort of went for, but I mean, every, every trilogy, it seems like the weakest is the second uh, act, like the second game, second movie, whatever it is. I just, I've been noticing that recently. So it's, that's not too surprising to hear, but for for whatever reason, it feels like a cursed, uh, (laughs) existence. Right. Right. Um, yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, they tend to sort of learn from the, the second and do better at the third and all that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the, the second game is where people started calling it the uh, the Sonic Adventure clone. It, it, it's very similar, to be fair. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of like, running up and down slopes and stuff. There's loops and whatnot. Um, 
3D environment. You've got like your dash and your charge dash. Definitely not a spin dash. I don't know where you got that idea from. <laughs> um, Never heard of her. Right. <laughs> uh, they introduce a new kind of enemy called the weak enemy. And with it, they introduce a new ability called the Jester Dash, which is definitely not the homing attack. And it definitely okay, that's good to know. Like it. Yeah. Um, but it's <laughs> very fun. The second game, I think, is the most similar to the, like, the SA series mm-hmm. um, in that way. Uh, you can like... The, the second game, and the third game as well, because uh, they run on like the same engine, they, they take advantage of the unique like physics where you can sort of like run up walls and run on ceilings if you're going fast enough. If there's like mm-hmm. a slope, um, which the game really sort of emphasizes, and a lot of like level design is based around that. Uh, there's this one level in Spark 2 where you just climb a giant tower, you just run up the side of it like the whole Ooh. time. It's so fun. But yeah. <laughs> Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully, it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S. based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. With that, I'll start talking about the third game. By far the best. I will say that right now. <laughs> the only experience I have with this series at all is at one point I did play a demo of the third one. It was mm-hmm. interesting. I didn't spend too much time on it, um, but it, it 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 gave me a little kind of taste of what's going on here. But I, I didn't know hardly any of this going in. So I'm, right. I'm really curious because this is the only one I have like any frame of reference for outside of like having played other video games before. So yeah, yeah do, sure. do tell dish. Uh, all right. Um, yeah. So the third game, if uh, I, I, um, I considered making this, um, this pitch just about the third game. I really, mm-hmm. I really want to emphasize how much better it is than the other two just straight up. But <laughs> I think for a, for a good play experience, you want to, you know, the story is important. You want to play through all three. Uh, mm-hmm. All three are very, very fun for sure. But the third game, oh my goodness, they pop off. It, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the cherry on top. Right, right. It's a lot more like stylized. Uh, it has sort of almost like a cell shaded look to it. That sort of yeah. fits the game a lot better. Yeah. And they, um, let's see, what else? A lot of the physics are kept the same, but they sort of like fine tune from the second game. Uh, what they What they already sort of did. And it sort of feels a lot nicer to play. It feels a little bit like floatier. You know, the character just feels feels nicer. And the levels as well make a huge difference because uh, they're a lot more open. It, it, it almost feels like a sandbox game. Uh, it's still like level based. Uh, you got mm-hmm. your, your big expansive levels that you can you can probably get through each one in like two to three minutes, you know, by going fast. But if you want to take your time, it can take up to like 30. There's so much you can do. Um, it's It's built to where you can uh, sort of play according to the player's like desires. Like there's a, you get medals for going fast, medals for getting high score. And there's like explore medals. You can just turn the game into a collect-a-thon. Um, mm-hmm. It's just a lot of fun. 
That's really nice. With that. And yeah, one of my favorite things to do is just charging up like a charge dash and just throwing yourself across the entire stage. It's, <laughs> it's a lot of fun. But yeah, it also introduces a few more like universal mechanics. The, uh, the combat in the third game um, is even more involved. Like you had your you know, light and heavy attacks in the second, and now you've got like air combos. You've got your light and heavy like combos in the air and stuff. You can launch enemies and stuff. It's, it, uh, it, gets, it gets pretty fun. They, they definitely put a lot more on that. Every action game uh, is becoming more like Bayonetta with every passing minute. <laughs> and I don't no, know absolutely. how I feel about it, but it's, it's interesting. <laughs> I am looking at the map for one of the levels in, in three, and it really is just like a spaghetti of grind <laughs> rails that looks like so much fun to like just run through. Right. It, it is just all over the place, but it looks so fun. It's just a jungle yeah. gem. Yeah, the, like the linearity of like the first and second games is just gone. You just you can do whatever you want. That's there, really cool. That, like yeah. I got to a place in in the third game. I'm like, I'm pretty sure the devs did not intend for me to be here. Nice. Um, I, I always like getting getting to like explore and like find little spots like that. I always found to be really satisfying. I think that's actually one of the things that I'm not a, as big a fan with a lot of the the essay games is that they are. Uh, they're pretty linear. Like you don't really have as much like room to explore as you do in a lot of other games that I enjoy. Mm -hmm. So this one actually seems kind of interesting for adding that aspect into something like uh, Sonic Adventure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the um, like the, the the physics of it make it a lot of fun to just run around. I've spent you know plenty of time just in the third game running around different levels and whatnot. Um, and I think they they really took advantage of they they struck gold with the second game and they just sort of honed in on that in the third one they're like all right we're going to emphasize on this you know people people like this and also i'm pretty sure um unless wikipedia is telling me wrong i'm pretty sure <laughs> it's all three games were developed by only one guy aside from the music oh wow really that's Which insane that that okay that actually blows my mind a little bit yeah yeah, yeah I, mean, I can't i can't check for the third game because it's not on wikipedia thanks wikipedia um but, but yeah, from what I understand, all the all the music as well is made by like um, different indie artists and stuff. They got sort of the pretty sure they got like the same or similar team across all three games to do the music, um, mm -hmm. and they nail it every single time. the uh, The opening uh, level for the second game is like a remix of the opening level for the first game, but it's got more of like a sort of a rock feel to it. That's always nice, right? Right. So we get into like how the Sonic Adventure series kicked off, you know, with more mm -hmm. rock aesthetic, punk rock. Yeah. kind of vibe um, got that so crush 40 action yeah exactly um and the, the music progression in the third game is i'm not just i'm just talking about music at this point but the, yeah, the no, that's also something we constantly <laughs> do here <laughs> right, right. i've gone off <laughs> um yeah the third game it like it sort of opens with um with a lot of like the same sort of punk rock vibes really really just good powerful music to get your blood pumping uh, but then, like, as the game progresses, you get to more, like, nuanced sort of styles of music. And by the end, it's, like, full-on. You're listening to, like, breakcore. It's crazy. It's, uh, <laughs> it, it jumps around a lot, but it's it's so much fun. Awesome. Uh, but, yeah. Also, I'm I'm double-checking here. I took a look after you mentioned it. Uh, you're you're dead on. Uh, this uh, this series is all developed by Feppard Games, F-E-P-E-R-D. 
again, not that feels like a bad way to pronounce a word, but that that seems like how it's spelled. Um, I think it is, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's just the developer and publisher name for this guy, Lake Feppard, uh, right. who is the the one main developer. Um, everyone else who's associated with that label is f- associated with like the soundtracks of the artwork or something. But yeah, it, it's one developer. That's yeah. wild. Awesome. That's guy. really cool. That's really neat. I I want to uh, I want to check this out literally just for that. Just I mm-hmm. I love a one man project. It's so rare in gaming for a game to actually come out and it just be one dude. It's so rare um, for it to be successful too, and yeah, like fun to play. Like Stardew Valley is the notable exception, but like there there are there are very very few examples of like just one person fully making a game. Yeah, I I think Iconoclasts was similar, um, yeah. with, with some minor okay. exceptions. But yeah, that's it's always really inspiring and and very cool to see that. Yeah, no, for sure, that's right. so cool. Um, but yeah, let's see what else. Uh, do you go, do you all have any questions? Not really. I have been like looking at some of the material on Steam because I like to look at the games as they're they're described to me. And three looks the most interesting from the little video that they've got. Uh, I really love, like, they've got some weird game modes in three that <laughs> seem like, re- like, there's one where it's a, you're a car, like, racing around the city, and then there's one where you're, like, a giant mech playing, like, you're going through, like, a battle, and, like, that just seems really neat and, like, over the top, and I, I, I adore that from a game like this that seems like so mm-hmm. much fun. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, they have like vehicles and stuff in some sections. It's it's really like you said over the top. Like they didn't need to include it, but they mm-hmm. did just because it's fun. And believe it or not, it was fun. So nice. Yeah. Uh, also, one of the things that I, I saw as a comment on this game or as a review was um, a lot of people, especially with Sonic Adventure, complain about the camera controls and the limitations put on that. Um, and from what a lot of people are saying, it seems like the, the person who made this, um, kind of worked with that and not against it and uh, kind of made it a lot more bearable for this game series, as opposed to your like Sonic adventures and other 3d Mm -hmm. Sonic games. And I think that's kind of neat. Yeah. Camera is so hard to program. (laughs) <laughs> it's it's yeah. so difficult it it never works right i know that's how all game development goes but camera something else <laughs> right, right i don't think i had a single problem with the uh with the 3d camera in, in both two and three they, they nailed it that's, that's really impressive yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that in itself is like you can do a camera that's <laughs> awesome dude an entire sonic team can't can't manage it uh for one dude to come through and be like i think i got this yeah, the funniest part about this whole this whole thing is after I uh, got done, I was I was playing through um through one, two, and three just a little bit just to sort of warm up and uh, get my get my script a little bit down for the podcast. <laughs> uh, but afterwards, I'm like, I'm gonna go check out Sonic Frontiers, you know, on Steam, uh, same mm-hmm. same system, and I realized how much less I enjoyed it compared to Spark Three. Maybe it's just personal preference, but I they mm-hmm. they do Sonic better than i think sonic does and i really like sonic frontiers so it that, was surprising to me yeah that was gonna be really my only other question is it, you're you're giving this pretty high praise it was just gonna i was just gonna ask hey is this a better sonic game than sonic and it sounds like a resounding yes 
I would like to. I'm I'm sure there's bias because that's like the game I've been on, you know, for a while. Well, yeah, sure. I've you know, gotten used to the controls and all that, and mm-hmm. but but no, I think I I did have more fun playing through Spark Three than I did um, Sonic Frontiers, which is saying something. I really like Frontiers, so yeah, yeah, that's they awesome. Um, yeah, I, I also really enjoyed Frontiers and you can you can go take a listen to that yourself, but Right. right. Um but yeah, no, that's that that's um that's high praise for sure. I'm I'm more and more excited about just because because I'm again while you're talking, I'm just looking at all the different level designs here and the different bits of fan art that people have done about the different characters and just kind of getting a feel for what this game looks like, feels like, plays like. Very cool. Very very interesting. Yeah. Um, it yeah, feels like it has a good sense of speed, which is nice and w- surprisingly lacking in a lot of games supposedly yeah. about speed. Yeah. Platformers just don't really do it well. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you'd be surprised. I was playing uh I was I went on a kick recently of going back and playing a bunch of old Need for Speed games, and none of them like really captured the feeling of going fast <laughs> i think that that's like a thing that a need for speed game would like have down but like <laughs> man it's really hard to like really capture that feeling of i am going very fast mm-hmm. um, so it, it's nice to see a game like actually manage that also another thing that i love that every indie game has been doing that it, it sparks joy in my heart um they have a plushie i love i love it was not intended but also (laughs) yes um yeah they have they have a plushie that they had just released uh it looks like it's sold out for now but they might do another round but uh i love that every indie game that i I adore recently has been getting plushies and it's so cool (laughs) um i just I, i love plushies so indie games if you're listening to me please indie games as a whole the plushie i want Dude, I'm Thank right there considered buying one myself. Uh yeah. That this game has gotten some pretty decent praise. I'm actually really curious to check it out. Uh the thing that also like makes me really interested in checking it out is as James mentioned, number three has a, a free demo that you can just download and play. Yeah. Um like right. that's a nice low bar to entry. Uh, you you ain't even gotta have money. Requirements <laughs> on this game system wise are not very high. I yeah, from what it sounds, check it out. It seems really neat. Yeah, you should. Play, yeah, you should play these games collectively. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you should play this game and this game and this, <laughs> and game. this game. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I no, I love it. It's also um, I don't know. I I don't remember exactly which week this uh, episode is going to go out. So this might not be true by the time everyone listening can hear this. Uh, but as of right now, they are all on sale for fifty percent off. Uh, so yeah, they're twenty bucks on Steam for all three. Yeah, um, for the for the Steam Summer Sale, which ends the thirteenth, and this episode might come out the day before that. Yeah. Uh, but it might also come out a week after. So good luck, everyone. <laughs> yeah, but um, even even without the sale, it's like the the bundle in and of itself is like what maybe twenty five. <laughs> 30 bucks it's not bad at all yeah. for free. yeah they're only like eight bucks a pop something like mm-hmm. that uh eight twelve and 25 for uh for an order uh so first would be eight second would be 12 and third would be 25 at full price so it's, mm-hmm. they're still really not that expensive like it's it's definitely like worth a check that 
the, these games seem really interesting. Yeah. Um, also, I like that I sent it to James in our uh, chat while we while I was listening, but in the video for three, there's a little Amogus spark on the wall. No. I love him. No. Um, like that, yeah. Yeah, and he's great. He's adorable. He's a little Amogus. Um, he's terrible. Yeah. I, I hate him. This game is unplayable. James, like, you should not. 22. So yeah. it is definitely just Amogus. Mm-hmm. It's good, though. I love that. But yeah, uh, Amogus aside, I am I'm absolutely going to go grab this, especially since the bundle is just like 20 bucks right now on sale. 45, if not, um, which is still for three quality games. Pretty solid. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Yeah. Incredible. Well, that's uh, anything else you wanted to add? Any other any other bits and bobs, bits of trivia? I don't Um, I don't know who Bob is, but you haven't met Bob. No. Ah. Well, he's cool. he seems cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the only thing I have written down here is like the uh, like the length of each game, uh, just mm-hmm. based on like my own sort of playthroughs. Uh, the first one was like I'm estimating about two hours playthrough, maybe okay. three, probably four to be honest. I don't know. Steam's Steam's kind of whack. It says like eighteen. I don't think that's true. Um, mm-hmm. uh, the second game took me uh, an hour thirty. It's a very short game. Oh wow. Um, uh, I am about halfway through, or was about halfway through, when it said about five and a half hours. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just because I play games slow, to be fair. But that also shows the ridiculous amount of content in the third game. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, the, the post-game content for game three is crazy. It's like it's like the size of another game. So Really? Yeah. It's nuts. I'll, I'll have to see if that grabs me, because for whatever reason, post-game content my brain just kind of shuts off even in like <laughs> hi-fi rush, which is one of my favorite games of this year. Uh, it was like, Hey, there's stuff you can do after you beat the game. And I said, Oh, I beat the game. Cool. Bye. Right. I do the same thing. I even do that sh- with Pokemon. Like, I will be like, as soon as I beat the game, it's like, Hey, there's a whole nother adventure you could do. I'm like, cool. See you next game. <laughs> <laughs> like I never even did the, the post game content for Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire and everyone said it was like really fun. So I, <laughs> I do need to go back and do that. Um, heck, I didn't even do the DLC for uh, Bioshock Infinite and everyone said it's better than the actual game. And I, I've still been meaning to go back and play that, but I haven't gotten there yet. Yeah, you should do that and then talk about how it's good um, I, because I haven't played it. Oh, there you go. We can. We, oh, we can definitely do that. I can go nice. off on Bioshock. I love Bioshock, dude. Incredible. But yeah, thank you, Tom, for being here. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm 100 sold. So I I appreciate you coming on and and talking about a good looking series. Oh, great, Hell yeah, yeah. that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank y'all for having me. I, I really appreciate it. For sure, yeah, of course. It's a blast to have you on. Well, cool. Uh, yeah. But um, until uh next episode, um, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, thank you again, Tom, for being here. Everyone, go check check him out. Uh, you're saying you have an Etsy shop, right? Oh, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the <laughs> the shop uh, name is Salty's Amiibo Shells. It's a little... I, I couldn't figure out how to change the name. Um, it's all <laughs> word, Amiibo with 2i. And I'm just... Uh, I'm selling these just out of my garage right now, um, which is my only real form of social media right now. So if you want to check it out, feel free. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's very relatable. But yeah, yeah it's, it, it's for the gamers out there. So yeah, everyone go check it out. 
Um, and while you're on the internet, which is so rare these days, so make the best of the time while you have it, um, <laughs> go check us out on Twitter. Uh, once again, I'm not going to apologize this time because it's been three episodes now. You all know the deal. It's YSPDG underscore pod, and I'm sticking with it. <laughs> you said YSDPG pod? Y- YSPTG. You should play this game. YSPTG oh, underscore pod. I can't <laughs> believe you would leave that out. My bad, my bad. <laughs> it's a it's a defining characteristic of our brand. Yes, pretty good. Should have known. Yes, pretty good. Yes, we gotta find a way to actually say that out loud. That can't be it. Yes, That's cool. <laughs> just sneezing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, our podcast is just pronounced. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, uh, well, yeah. <laughs> thank you all for listening to <laughs> uh, until next time. I've been James. I've been Allison. I've been Tom. And we'll, we'll, we'll see you guys later. We'll hear you guys later. You'll hear us later. Whoa. Yay. Bye. 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 Thank you.